0: Sasha, dance you do. Dance, Sasha, boss. Sasha dance, you do. Hello, everybody, and good afternoon. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I'm here with Billy Graff to help me out if I need him. Hello. And we're at the Santa Cruz County Fair, and what an amazing day it is! It's, the weather's perfect, and uh, you know it's very cool breeze going on through here. And, you know, starting off with that song by Smith and Gail Dobson, Sasha Bassa, um, it's really appropriate because this is a kids' event here at the fair, and this reminds us of a time when our life was great, and, and maybe it still is. But I can tell you one thing for sure is a lot of people are suffering a lot more than they need to, and they're putting up with it. They just kind of think that my lot in life is to suffer, And to be uncomfortable and Well isn't that because isn't that because
1: it creeps up on you?
0: Thank you, Billy. It really does. You know, it's like slowly but surely you start to lose this activity or that activity and pretty soon you're saying, Well, I used to like to play golf, but you know, I I can't anymore or you know, pretty soon you're just relegating yourself to no fun and life is to be fun. And uh so today what I want to do is I'm just going to kind of go over some uh health issues that people come into my office with and maybe they'll relate to you a bit and let you know that there's a lot of things that you can do. And I know we're going to have a couple guests coming in. And I can't wait for the one guest. Oh yeah, we've got an amazing guest. You guys are going to be blown away when you find out about this uh this surprise uh woman who's going to be here. And um but Billy, you you've been into my office before. Uh,
1: indeed I have. In fact, one time the first time uh-huh. I came into your office, I I, I wasn't really moving very well, mm-hmm. and um, I was lucky enough to get in there at the right time when when you weren't too horribly busy, mm-hmm. and uh, you managed to make it so I could walk out of the room. But you know, I I've, I I've got a back that uh, I didn't do myself any favors when I was playing football, uh-huh. and uh, occasionally it it checks out on me. Yeah, and um, you have figured out a way to. To make it not hurt anymore, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm grateful for that. But but I don't think really life is as simple as is going in and getting your back uh, put back into place. Uh, some folks have other issues where it's just not that simple.
0: Yeah, that's true. And you know, we actually have a booth here at the fair, um, about a hundred yards from me. We're doing posture screenings here and Mm -hmm. and health checkups for free for the people that come by our booth. So, if you're going to be at the fair this weekend, stop by our booth, say hi. Um, We'll do a posture screening and and see if we can answer any questions. I think one of the biggest uh, misunderstandings people have about health in general is that if I don't have back pain, I don't need to see a chiropractor. The chiropractor is oh, not... Oh, that's so far from the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's not just back pain, you know? I mean, the, the nerves control every single cell in your body. From the it, it controls your immune system. It controls your endocrine system, which are all your hormones. Absolutely. And, you know, all of that is based on this what your senses pick up in the environment. So I see a stress. I see a, a tiger coming at me. All of a sudden, my endocrine system, is Kicks gonna, in. it's going to throw out adrenaline. But without those, the nervous system showing me that sense, the tiger gets me. So when you talk about a healthy body, you really need to make sure your nerves are working as much as possible. Because yeah. your nerves control everything.
1: And it's funny, when you put it that way, everybody understands what you're talking about. If you were just talking about, you know, if you use the example of the tiger yeah. or the shark, Yeah. Um, You know, you get it right away. Your your brain goes, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why I suddenly have a whole burst of energy when the lion's running at me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or just think about it this way. There's the uh, rattlesnake trainer here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's got, uh, I I told a couple of other show hosts uh, during the week, he's got a couple of bolts that aren't quite tight.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, if there's, right across from my booth is, uh, of all things, the bull.
2: The, you know, you yes. can you
0: can ride the bull and then come over and get me to check out your spine right afterwards. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go play with that guy's rattlesnakes, I probably can't help you. No.
1: He he himself said uh, if he gets bit, he's got about
0: two and a half days. Yeah, I know. And I think he said that the anti-venom's 5000 bucks. So yeah. he's, he's not going to... I asked him, I
1: said, you don't have any of that on hand? He said, no, it costs too much.
0: Yeah, I, I heard that interview. It was kind of interesting. I'm going, wow. So life's fast. For him, it is. When you're it, well, with he snakes. said,
1: you know, if he ever gets bit by the rattlesnake, he'll sell the the rattlesnake show quick, you know, <laughs> yeah. cheap
0: and quick. That's right. We'll go up on Craigslist really quickly. So, um, you know, just a couple things that people, you know, might be interested in is a lot of times people have what's called sciatic pain or low back pain. Mm-hmm. The the nerves in your low back go down your leg all the way to your toes, and there's four different branches of nerves that go there, just like a tree. And it can be any one of the bones in your low back can be knocked out of place that cause that sciatic pain. The thing that people aren't necessarily aware of is those same nerves go to your large intestine, to your bladder, and also your reproductive organs. So a lot of times people have digestive issues. I mean, right now in our country, one half of the, of the population are either pre-diabetic or diabetic. Wow. Yeah and that is huge and what they're doing or what traditional medicine is having them do for that is they're just medicating it or giving them more insulin because the body the cells can't absorb the sugar so they're injecting them with more insulin but it's not solving any problem in fact it's creating a bigger problem i I was just
1: going to say doesn't that create a bigger problem because you're it it messes up your pancreas and a bunch of other Organs.
0: Well, right, and when you get too much insulin in your blood, um, you get, you can eventually get something called diabetes type three, which is another name of for that is Alzheimer's disease. So we know that too much insulin in the blood, since it does cross the blood-brain barrier, the blood gets into the brain, lays down that insulin, the insulin lays down plaque like that's on your teeth, and it stops the syna the the nurse from firing. So you start to develop dementia. So the traditional handling for Diabetes in this country is to eat six meals a day, and um, if you need more insulin, inject it, right? That's The real issue is, and something to understand, is there are two types of fuel that our body burns. There's sugar, which is protein and carbohydrates, and then fat, which are called ketones. Ketones don't come from your pancreas. You don't need insulin to to, uh, digest ketones, and if we can learn to change our diet over and get it more efficient, then we can actually start to turn around some of the effects of diabetes, and especially lower the amount of insulin in the blood. So that's gonna help your body function better. But getting back to the intestines, the intestines have so much to do with the way you digest your food. And that food, whether it's carbohydrates, proteins, or fat, has to get through the digestive system into the bloodstream. And if the nerve in your low back that causes sciatica or low back pain is also telling the intestines, the large intestine or colon, how to absorb nutrients, and that's being um, damaged as well, just like if you're talking on a cell phone and you have static, you you know you and I won't be able to communicate. We don't hear well. what's going on. Yeah. So so many people have back pain and they ignore it. But they don't realize that it could be causing a lot of other health problems that they're having.
1: You know, it's funny you should say that because um, the, when when my back goes out badly, yeah, it's only happened three times, but you you've witnessed one of them. Yeah, um, it really wreaks havoc with uh, with my uh, intestinal system. Yeah, it really causes a problem. I know, and, and you know, I didn't think they were related until uh, until I realized, holy holy smokes this is not working out here
0: yeah holy you almost said the word that would have gone along with that but you know one of the most amazing things is when i when i check little children like under a year old a lot of times and i treat lots of kids i mean lots of kids it's so much fun and but so often they are having like two to three bowel movements a week and the medical doctors for some reason say that's normal it might be normal but it's not healthy Kids should be having bowel movements every day, when they, especially when, uh, sure. hard, when solid food is um, introduced. In, introduced. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many times kids have, or mothers have brought in their very uncomfortable, squirming, ornery, cranky kid. And I've uh, felt around the lower spine and found a ve- really hard lump where the bones are stuck pinching that nerve that goes to the intestines and or for an adult down the leg causing sciatica and I do a very gentle adjustment on there and you can can't believe the amount of diapers that have been filled in my office <laughs> 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 and the mothers sometimes because it's been two or three days the mother they overflow and the mother's holding the baby going oh my god and I go yeah it's an occupational hazard here <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we hope you're not eating lunch here at the one. But seriously, though, the, you know, the, it's it's the human body is a fascinating thing. It's it's a little like when you think of the human body, you can think of it as a, like a new car, and you know, there's there's like twenty five thousand parts that go into a car, and and there's at least that many subsystems, little tiny interrelated parts of your physiology yeah. that all talk to each other yeah. all the
0: time you know what's so amazing is we actually have more bacteria in our body than we have human cells that doesn't surprise me yeah and and one of the things that science has come around to is not at first they we would ignore the bacteria give people antibiotics wipe out those um, you know all of the healthy bacteria and bad bacteria in our body now we realize that we should not focus on treating the human body, but treat the, the microbiome or those bacteria. By making sure we have healthy bacteria in our digestive system, in our mouth, on our skin, in our lungs, we're gonna actually be healthier. So the trend is to start working uh, with the microbiome or the bacteria. But one thing you were saying a minute ago is um, that all we have so many working parts. The very interesting thing and the difference between natural health care and sickness care, which basically is... Symptom management. Yeah, which is a medical focus is on treating symptoms, and we need that in this country. Um, But wellness care is a whole different thing. Because we know if you put everything together, all the parts that, that were much greater than all the parts put together, because there's something called life, there's an innate thing that occurs with life that actually has the power to heal. And that's what chiropractors do. We unleash this innate ability for the body to heal. And uh, a lot of times when you cover up a symptom with a medication, you're stopping the body's ability to heal.
1: Well, you, you know, it's interesting. You and I have had this discussion off the air before about the fact that, you know, we we eat so many things that aren't really good for us. Food isn't what it used to be when, you know, some of us grew up on the ranch. Yeah. And, you know, my mother, my mother, I remember my mother and father, for that matter, but my mother particularly, you know, when my brother and I were getting a little fidgety in the house or whatever, she would tell us, you know, go outside and get dirty. Yeah. You know, and and I I think about that now. Have, Have you ever met one of those parents not to knock them, they're, they're trying to be the best for the for their kids. Mm-hmm. But a lot of kids, you know, they walk around with hand sanitizers and yep. they, you know, they don't let their kids get dirty and those kids end up being asthmatic and all, they have other kind of problems because they don't have an
0: immune system. Yeah. And those hand san- sanitizers, by the way, kill all the good bacteria as well on your hand. Your hand is covered with bacteria to, per- to kill yeah. the bad bacteria. But one thing that's really happening in the natural health trend now is realizing that you want to not only eat organic food, but you want to eat organic food from different fields. So if you go to the farmer's market and you buy from one guy all the time, you realize that you're getting a monoculture of bacteria from that field. Right, right. So you're much better off to go to different um, shops along the way and get um, the different those different microbiomes are those different bugs so go five sense yeah and also um, to your point of a lot of times it's uh, it can be not always but the wealthier families that have their kids in a sterile environment their immune systems are traditionally weaker than a kid that's playing in the dirt
1: yeah well you know look I I tell this story and, and. I've told it so many times that, you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there listening that's heard it already. Yeah. But the thing about it is, you know, I grew up on a ranch, uh-huh. and we had a duck pond. <laughs> and my brother and I spent a lot of time playing in the duck pond when we weren't supposed to. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot to be said for duck pond dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure my immune system works as well as it does because it fought off a lot of stuff when I was four and five years old.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we got a new business that we can start. Let's let's start a duck pond dirt business. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you know, you see these. I mean, I, I've seen it at the fair here, no, not
1: often, because a lot of these people are letting their kids be kids. But yeah, a lot of them, you know, a few of them anyway, are you know, you know, they're stopping them and they're washing their hands with a hand sanitizer and they're yeah. putting on a clean shirt and all that. You know, after they get it. And, and you know, I grew up around farm animals, and I know there's, the, you know, they're they're concerned about spreading dirt and bacteria and stuff like that but you you know uh, we didn't have a lot of hand sanitizer when i
0: was a kid in the ranch on the in the barn absolutely not you know i mean this whole germ theory that we started you know that started medicine in the antibiotic phase you know in the last century is we thought that all disease was being caused by germs the traditional medicine so they went after those germs and um, now we, then they started to realize it isn't so much the germs, it's but it can be the genes, so the DNA, and there was a whole bunch of stuff going along with the genetics and trying to make sure that we're um, we're, we're we can be aware of what genes are good or bad in sure. earth. But now we know that some of those genes will turn off and on anyway. So <laughs> it's really a matter of just lifestyle and. Um, you know taking care of yourself and making sure that your body knows what to do you know making the nervous system work I'm gonna just put out another plug to anybody at the fair or come in here go by our booth and and get a screening come talk to me or one of my staff Um, we're right by the bowl so after you get off the bowl you can come (laughs) get checked and let us take a look and see if there's uh, anything that's impeding your health anything that we could maybe suggest to help you get healthier
1: you know it's funny um uh, there are so many uh, branches of uh, of healthcare now. Yeah, you know, you have you have uh, the traditional uh, American Medical Association doctors. You have you know the traditional uh, pharmacists and all this, and then you have all the the folks like yourself mm-hmm. and uh, the folks like. Uh, um, the uh... alternative health people that that uh, you know uh, and there and there's uh... osteopaths and i mean there's a whole variety of di- people that practice chinese medicine mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of folks like that and you know I'm a, I'm a firm believer in in education yeah educate yourself on what you you know what's going on you know get your symptoms down pat so you know what what is actually you know not right with you and then go find out what works for you best
0: yeah, you know, I think one thing that uh, a lot of the uh, natural health care people are trending to and I know that we are trying to do this as much as we can. People come in in crisis mode usually. Yes. They crawl in and you know I'm a
1: look, I'm guilty of that. I yeah.
0: when you helped me
1: out, I was not I was not doing well. Right. I remember that day. Boy, it's hard <laughs> to forget. Yeah. I literally crawled into his office. That's
0: right. And walked out. Which yeah. It's kind of cool. Which happened to me. I was carried in my first you time. You told me this. Yeah. 70- well, you had a c- catastrophic yeah. problem. Yeah, I broke my back. And uh, thank God for my chiropractor. He basically saved me from, you know... A lifetime of yeah, numb misery. feet. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I mean, I just encourage people to get themselves checked out by somebody in the natural health care um, arena. Because there's so many things that we can teach you. We don't want you to be dependent on us. Sometimes we need to take you through the steps to educate you how to take care of yourself. Right, that's right. And there is a certain amount of understanding that you need to be willing to to get if you're going to um, become more healthy, and we're willing to take you through that. Wow, I see. Uh, here's our guest. Here's our guest of, for the afternoon, running up here, jogging up as usual. <laughs> So we have an amazing uh, guest here, one of my patients, and um, I'll leave the rest for now. But I think she's going to she going to talk from here. Uh, she can sit wherever she
1: wants. You want to sit on the chair or you want to sit on wherever? We'll put the microphone wherever she wants to sit. Okay. Just move it over there. So
0: I have uh, right now my uh, senior most patient in the office. Um, this is Beth Montgomery. She's, how old are you? How old are you, Beth? <laughs> there you go. Good afternoon. Oh, Good yeah. afternoon. I was asking how old you are.
3: 97 plus.
0: 97 plus. Yeah, usually like it's 96 and a half or something. I don't know why kids have to put in the half. And then what age do you decide you need to add the plus to it?
3: Because it's a few months after my birth. Uh, First date, which is June. Okay.
0: <laughs> so Beth has a great story, and I asked her to come down and, and tell it today. There's a few different things, but Beth has a, a pretty amazing history. She is 97 years old. She is a survivor of World, World War II. She was a captain in the WAC, which is the Women's Army, Army Corps. It doesn't even exist anymore. It
1: doesn't? I don't believe so. I think I think it. I think they now. Uh, moved them into the regular army. That's true. Did they? Didn't they move them into the regular Air Force? The WAC doesn't
0: as- exist anymore, does it?
3: I'm
0: sorry, I can't hear. It. I'm sorry. Oh, so she was asking you if the WAC existed anymore? What? The Women's Army Corps. No, it doesn't exist
3: anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, Beth w- went back to um, was that Washington? Mm-hmm. She went back to Washington D.C. and was uh, honored. The honor flight. You went back to, and they honored you for being a World War II veteran. Uh, yes,
3: from Florida. Yeah, from Florida, they gathered us uh, up and uh, put us on a plane and took us to Washington.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So, Beth, I want you to tell your story about the high blood pressure medication, because I think people out there need to understand. Um, you know, when should you be medicated, and when should you take your health into your own hands? So would you mind telling that story? All right. And Uh, listen, how old were you when this happened?
3: My 80s, I really don't remember. So you were in your (laughs) 80s, okay. Okay.
0: Well, tell the story.
3: All right, my story really begins uh, when I found that having my blood pressure taken with a upper arm uh, cuff was very painful. And I also felt that the pain Uh, caused my blood pressure to go up and so uh, I thought well I'm not going to take medication for something that uh, is caused by blood pressure cuff so I said, um, I'm not going to do that, and I will prove to you that I do not have high blood pressure.
0: So so just to back up a bit, you went to the medical doctor, he took your blood pressure and said you had high blood pressure and he wanted to give you a medication. Right. Right, go on. Okay,
3: so I owned a little wrist cuff, blood pressure, gadget, And so I went home and I took that blood pressure cuff and I took my blood pressure four times a day for four days, Uh, starting eight o'clock in the morning, noon, four o'clock in the afternoon, eight o'clock in the evening. I did that for, as I say, for four days. And from looking at the results, it didn't look like I had high blood pressure. So I wrote a note to my doctor and enclosed a copy of this uh, blood pressure record and uh, the only thing he said to me well uh, it was 50 percent you are i thought well 50 percent isn't very much so i'm not going to take any medication i feel fine and uh, you can leave me alone
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and that was uh, probably 17 years ago and yes, how many I- how many medications are you on right now
3: I take no prescriptions, uh, I am very nicely taken care of by a daughter with essential oils. Oh yeah. And and, and Duncan here with his apples and, and his uh, orchard, and then the grocery store for uh, organics.
0: Yeah, now you moved out here from Florida, what, three years ago? three or four uh, years? Y- yes, it'll be almost three. What has changed in your diet and your health since you moved out here from Florida?
3: Well, it's very changed now because I, well, because you all are taking such good care of me. And so my innards are working very well. I still have a little IBS and I still have a, a little arthritis. and um, But I can deal with that.
0: So how, how, is, how has your diet changed? What would you say? And how about that you've lost some weight since you started eating differently. How differently did you eat?
3: Well, I think the only difference there must be the fact that it's organic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think uh, I was on organics when I was in the retirement center. And so I would I blame it on the organics.
0: <laughs> organic. <laughs> so, so you basically retired from the retirement center.
3: I retired for the retirement
0: center. You're right. And you're he- and you're healthier for
3: it. Wow, well, you look at me every day and you see me walking around. So. Wow,
0: Duncan, she reminds me of my dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> my dad's eighty seven. And uh, he you know, he he has a little touch of the gout, which uh-huh. really slows him down when it kicks in. But yeah. uh, you know, he still drives to Mexico. Wow. So, and, you know, goes fishing and does all this walks on cobblestones and does all this stuff. It, you know, Justin. Recently, he's begun to slow down a little bit because of the gouty. It flared up on him. But uh, you, you know, I think it. I think uh, what what you, what she says is really uh, inspirational. It 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 tells us that uh, even if you're in a situation where you thought you couldn't change things,
0: you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's pretty amazing.
3: And I still have my driver's
1: license. Oh, my God. Really?
3: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
0: She hasn't driven lately. No, I haven't driven lately,
3: but I could if I had to. My eyes are good. Yeah, Yeah.
0: that's great. uh, Her eyes are better than any of ours. Well, her eyes are obviously better than mine. Yeah, (laughs) I'm wearing bifocals. (laughs) But you know, I, I really appreciate you coming out, Beth, and Beth is my mother-in-law, and she's been under chiropractic care ever since.
3: Oh, I must include that definitely, Duncan. Yeah, chiropractic care was very much a part of
0: it. What do you What do you feel the chiropractic does for you? And You get adjusted usually every week.
3: Yes. Well, it keeps me straight. Uh huh. <laughs> and I think it must, as you have said, the nerves in the in the back certainly affect all the different organs and uh, my organs seem to be operating
0: pretty well. Yeah, you are amazing. And um, so I really appreciate you being here. Now you've lost probably, I don't know, two dress sizes or two, something like that since you've been eating organic. I mean,
3: I've lost uh, I'd say 30 pounds, close to 30 pounds.
0: Wow, 30 pounds. Yeah. And and a lot of times the food that you people are fed in those in the retirement homes mm-hmm. are comfort foods that make you eat want to eat more. How do well, you Well,
3: what they were feeding me were uh for instance, a full dinner full meal at dinner time which included soup and vegetable and you know regular dinner plate and salad and dessert and so I mean we got all this full meal and bread and so uh, they fed me very too much I guess
0: so what do you what is your feeling about gluten now
3: Uh, well again that's part of the diet Uh gluten-free organics essential oils (laughs) and chiropractic services so you, yeah,
0: that's awesome. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. I mean, when you moved got out here, you weren't moving around very well. You were afraid to walk without your walker. And now your walker just sits in one corner of the house most of the yes, time. Yes,
3: as long as I'm on something level, I'm all right. Yeah. This is bumpy ground out here, so I'm glad to
1: have my walk. <laughs> J- J- I have to say something here, she yeah. she appears to walk better than I do.
0: <laughs> well, that's because she gets adjusted once a week, Billy. <laughs> she doesn't crawl in all the time like you. Yeah, you know, she doesn't
1: wait until you have to crawl into the office. That, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I feel bad about that when I did that. But no, no, please don't. <laughs> you know, poor Duncan. You should have seen the look on his face when
0: I crawled into the office. It was
1: like, oh my god! Oh, I'm- geez, what's he done now?
0: Yeah, I was going. I hope I can fix this guy. <laughs> oh
1: man! Um, so um, I need, you know, I we, we you have to give me some tips on uh, so, so there's no gluten involved, right? No gluten and no obviously no. Um, No chemicals no
0: chemicals yeah and in fact next Wednesday night six to seven at my office I will be going over talking about you know fasting and uh, you know dietary changes a multi therapeutic approach to weight loss um, detoxifying your body getting your health back I mean it's a it is actually a process of getting your health back and uh, Beth has gone through that just by being around us and my wife is here Elizabeth and she's going to talk about essential oils for a couple minutes here and uh you know she, when she first brought introduced those to my office i was kind of thinking oh boy here's just one more thing you know but uh, i hurt myself actually a year ago here taking down my booth i hurt my shoulder so badly that i could not adjust with one hand and i had to hire a, um, another doctor to come in and help me while it recovered but Elizabeth started putting these essential oils on my um, the the swollen shoulder as I was getting the nerves handled and, and recovering. It sold me. I mean, they were amazing what they did. Yeah. So um, I'm going to not. You know, can I stop you for yeah. just, It's nice to admit
1: a chiropractor say, you know, I hurt myself so badly. He's a chiropractor. I hurt myself yeah. so badly I had to have somebody else adjust me. Yeah. I mean, I try to get adjusted once a you week. You never hear a doctor say that. Yeah. I, I mean,
0: a you know, a medical doctor.
1: Right. Oh, uh, I uh, screwed up I, myself, uh, uh, and I can't treat myself.
0: Yeah. You never hear that. I know. Well, you know, I'm human, and most chiropractors, we want to enjoy our life, and we, we do stupid things just like everybody else out there. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Also, Social Security did not cover, or Medicare did not cover chiropractic.
0: Yeah, that's uh, kind of dumb.
3: But uh, now
0: I I think it does. Yeah, it does now. You know, it covers a certain amount. So don't let that stop anybody from thinking that they can't get the care they, they need. So um, I, what I'd like to do is have my wife Elizabeth just talk about essential oils for a minute because this is something that's changed my practice. It's changed the... Health of a lot of people, and it's another thing that you and I were talking about a minute ago, Billy. It's, is turning, people te- are teaching people how to take their health into their own hands. As long as we're dependent on somebody else for our own health or another system, we'll never be healthy. So you have to learn how to take your health into your own hands. So I'm going to turn it over to my wife, Elizabeth. Hmm? Oh. Well, first of all, why don't I just introduce you? This is my wife, Elizabeth, and you can can just kind of explain how you got into the essential oils.
2: Okay, well, first of all, essential oils have been around for ages, centuries, Egyptians. I mean, that's how long they've been around. And so they've been probably in a lot of people's consciousness, like one or two oils they've heard of, like lavender or eucalyptus. And that's where I started is... Someone told me that if I wanted to keep the germs away when I flew on the plane to breathe eucalyptus oil from a Kleenex for two minutes, it would coat my respiratory passages and I wouldn't get ill. And so I would do that. And and then a friend of mine in town here, um, Annie, who's been using the oils for a myriad of things, had been after me, sit down, sit down, let me tell you about these because you're already in the health business with the chiropractic practice. And so she gave me a great briefing on oils and why they work three different ways, aromatically, topically, internally, which ones you you can use. And I just got hooked. And I realized that I knew some things already, but just there was so much more science than I ever imagined. And uh, so that's when I decided to learn.
0: So some of the oils that we use in our office, and, and my favorite one is frankincense. Mm-hmm. Which we probably uh, most of us heard about as kids, you know, Frank frankincense and myrrh. Right. And um, I didn't ever really know what it was. In fact, I thought it was two things Frank and incense. <laughs>
2: yeah, Frank incense.
0: Yeah, Frank brought incense. His last name
2: is incense. First name is Frank, yeah.
0: But uh, a... so just give us a little briefing on Frank incense and what it's well, for. Well,
2: I actually have it with me, and I, I just let. Billy Puffett.
0: <laughs> that's a that's an amazing uh, yeah. essential. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yes, it is a. You got re- any it, eggs it's from on uh, your arms?
2: It's from I have a eggs
0: everywhere, man. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
2: Actually, I there's so many great oils uh, oil companies. A couple of them really stand out as great companies um, because of their integrity, because of the quality of oils they use, because of what they do around the world with sustainable farming, uh, working with. Uh, communities around the globe and one of so I went with a company called doTERRA a lot of people probably heard of it I like it because they have hundreds of oils and I know where they came from and I know the therapeutic quality of them but frankincense is um, sourced from a resin in a plant and in this particular frankincense there's four different frankincenses in varieties in here makes it very potent That's the thing about therapeutic oils is, uh, like this, you don't have to use very much. Just a few drops and use it frequently, and frankincense is anti-inflammatory. It's great for your cardiovascular system, your respiratory system. It's um, good for healing, antibacterial, antiviral. It it can blend with any other oil, any other essential oil. And, um, in fact, this was one of the oils that I used on your shoulder, I think, that was so effective.
0: Yeah. I'm hooked on it. it is, I love it. It is.
2: They call it the king of oils, and the Egyptians used to bury it in the tombs with gold.
0: Well, you know, it's an interesting um, story is you told me that you heard somewhere, like, when they would break into the tombs, they would steal the frankincense <laughs> right. before the gold. <laughs> right. But then one of my patients said that they thought the gold was turmeric, because turmeric is also an anti-inflammatory. And it's, uh, so the oh, gold dust was turmeric. And, uh, Mimsy, hey, Minzy.
2: That's really interesting.
0: And so but anyway so some of the uses for frankincense uh, that I use in my office of people with inflama- you know pain in the neck, inflammation in their elbows, shoulders, back things like that the frankincense is uh, really really great for and then we use a combination of oils. We'll yeah. use uh, something called deep blue that comes part of it comes from the vinca plant which is periwinkle. Um, But if you haven't, if you don't know about it... It's um, blue
2: tansy, actually.
0: Blue tansy? Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know about the oils, just know that there's some great ones out there. What are some of the other ones you like to use?
2: Well, if we're talking about aches and pains, which tends to be across the board, it's very rarely anybody that doesn't have an ache and a pain at some point. um, You have, of course, deep blue, which is a blend of all uh, oils for pain relief, um, and inflammation. There's also Siberian fur, which is great for muscles and um, tendons, ligaments, lemongrass. All of these can be layered for aches and pains. Um, Siberian fur is wonderful. I know you really like that one. You smell like the Christmas tree. It's mm-hmm. great. It really helps. <laughs> so
0: where would somebody find out more about this stuff? Well,
2: you can find them out. I mean, it's on the radio, it's kind of hard to um,
0: they can contact our office. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I
2: think that's the best thing. If you want to get more information on how to use them, it, it really is an alternative source of natural care. And you can stay away from chemicals uh, and drugs, over the counter drugs, medications, quite often, prescriptions. And you can read so much. There's so much science in, in Santa Cruz here. We have an amazing community of people involved with the oils and um, lots of miracle stories um, with these. So I really recommend people find out about them, read about them, and um, find... I just recommend that you find a very high-quality, therapeutic essential oil, because those are the ones that you can trust. You can't get them necessarily off of a shelf in a store um, and really know what you're getting. So um, yeah, I'd be happy to
1: help you. So you can do the, you can do some of the research on what you're looking for, what particular type of oil might work for a particular issue you're having on, on the internet, and then come and see you about the oil itself. Yes,
2: completely, yeah. And there's lots of great books um, you can get via bookstores, Amazon, all in essential oils. Um.
0: I think one thing that people want to be careful of, too, is where you're getting it. Cause well, that's you, that's what I was getting at. I, yeah. I do the research on the internet, and then come and see you guys. Yeah, because, exactly. I mean, I think that there's you know there's a pure, uh, just like anything, I mean, you know, I think Merlot, to be called Merlot, has got to be 51% Merlot or something like that. And it can be other wines, and that's fine in that arena. But if you're getting a uh, an essential oil that's been cut with other oils, and they're still calling it that, you're not getting the highest quality. So it's really important to pay attention to that. Well,
1: but l- let me put it an easier way for folks to, if, if you're not quite following along, you know they can't call extra virgin olive oil extra virgin olive oil unless they 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 refine it a certain way and press it a certain way. They just can't call it that. That's right. So pay attention to that example when you're dealing with essential oils.
0: Yeah. And by the way, um, I would be remiss if I didn't say hi to my sister, Sudie, who's listening in on KSEO.com down in uh, Pasadena. Hey, Sud. (laughs) My older sister. So, uh, you know. You have an
1: older sister in Pasadena. Yeah. It's considerably hotter down there than here.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it probably, but you know what? (laughs) She finally had her conditioning put in after, what, 30 years, Sudi? So she's probably very happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, just kind of going back to a little bit of what we started with, you know, we're here at the fair. We're really, my office, as you can see, is really geared towards helping people take their health back. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we we're really want to be a place of education. We're going to be doing a talk on, uh, in fact, I'll tell you what, we're going to be doing a talk Wednesday night at my office, 6 to 7, on cellular inflammation, on how to get your body healthy, um, with the some of the stuff that Beth was talking about, my mother-in-law, the 97-year-old mother-in-law sitting here, um, because she was able to embrace some of the the concepts of taking your health back you know she's changed her diet dramatically she doesn't eat gluten anymore she's 100 percent organic she's 97 she's lost 30 pounds and she's doing great and um you know we can find if you're interested in the oils um maybe we can have a sign up sheet for you know or you can even be there if you want if we get people calling our office is 459 nine 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 zero call up and say hey I want to come to the workshop I'm interested in the oils and uh, we can have some samples there for you and uh, this gets you on the road to better health so um... anyhow you you know I I
1: I have to say I think not only did all the stuff that involved uh, her health your health being better is also, you know, the, the 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 fact that you you weren't having to eat a, a large prepared meal with all this extra dessert and all that other stuff. That, it strikes me that when you get past this, you know, I, I look, I cook for my dad, mm-hmm. and my dad told me the other. I gave him a bowl of soup and 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 some other, you know, stuff, and I said, "You you want anything else?" And he said, "No, I already I've already eaten too much." And I, you know, I forgot. I forget. That yeah. my dad is he doesn't eat like a horse like he used to because he's not out farming all the time yeah you know yeah and you kind of have to remember that that's when you're right. preparing the meals you know and, and you know when you're preparing 500 you dinners uh, sure when you're preparing 500 meals you, you know you, it's not easily adjustable to each person that's getting the meal but if you're if she's living with you guys and you're cooking food you know, in small batches, it's easier to manage.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Uh, so, uh, Griffin, I understand we have a call. Let's take a call.
0: Hello. Hi. You're on the air.
3: Hi, this is Jan from SLV. Hi, Jan. Hi, Bill. How you doing?
1: Pretty good. How about you? Oh,
3: good. You're the star of the fair. You know that. <laughs> People are it.
1: Hear Unlike like everything talking? else at KSU, I've just been here longer than anybody else.
3: <laughs> well, it's good hearing you. Uh, I wanted to ask about the essential oils. You know, how uh-huh. do you uh, work with them? Do you just rub them in? Uh, do you well, that's a certain time. You have to wash them off. You know? Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll, so we have a caller. She's asking about how you use the um, the essential oils. Do you put them on topically? Do you have to wash them off? Do you ingest them?
2: The question um, and would this be an oil for an ache or a pain? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, basically.
0: Yeah, for example. Okay, pain.
2: so then, yeah, so topically, you put it on the area where it's aching. So if it's a hip, a knee, an elbow, a muscle, uh, the back of your neck, um, you can put just a couple, if it, if it is a a therapeutic quality oil that's potent which is the kind I'm talking about you only need a couple drops on that spot and you can add a carrier type oil on top of it like an olive oil or uh, a coconut oil which would be a coconut oil that's a light coconut oil that doesn't solidify you can put that on top if it helps you rub it in better but yeah topically and then you know obviously there's times when you could ingest an oil but I That would depend on the oil, and I, you know, but but topically is great.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different uses for it, and, you know, of course, just like anything out there, I mean, even when we're talking about medical marijuana, um, we're talking about herbs, we're talking about oils, we're talking about any kind of drug or medication, As long as you are aware that you may be covering up uh, a symptom by using that, don't avoid the cause of the problems by covering it up with anything. I don't care what it is. And that's the most important thing is I think people... And thank you for your question. Um, You know, If you are interested, you can call our office 459-9990 and I'll get you in touch with Elizabeth and you can just have a phone conversation with her. I'm sure that'd be fine. Did you have another question?
3: Oh no, that was basically
0: it. Okay, thank you for calling.
3: Stop
0: by and see. Yeah, please do. Oh, and but just yeah, and just just to go on with that, I mean, you know, the, one of the problems with our country, we're rated 50th in the world for health. If you've listened to my shows, I, I say that all the time. We we only have four percent of the of the population, and we take 50 percent of all the medications made in the world. We're rated 50th. Oh
1: man, say that again, so
0: people will hear that. Because you really
1: need to say that again.
0: Yeah, the United States is rated 50th in the world for health quality of health, according to the World Health Organization. This isn't my statistic. And the United States only has four percent of the population of the world, and we take fifty percent of all of the medications made in the world. Wow. So that statistic is terrible. Yeah, so, we've got to get away
3: from that. You know, I, I really yeah. enjoy you when you're on the radio. I've been listening to you several times. and Oh, thank uh, you. I really enjoy uh, what you say. I will have to come down and see you guys.
0: Yeah, please do. I really appreciate you coming down. And just, you know, say hi. And um, we're there six days a week. And come Wednesday night if you can. Bring a bring a friend if you'd like to. And we're there at six. And we can we can talk about anything we can do to help you.
3: Uh, my, my thank you for the call, for Jan. Jan. Yes, yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah. And so, my, to, the point I'm trying to make is, I don't care what you're doing. Whether I mean, you know, sure, herbs might be better than drugs um, in some senses, but if you've got a medical problem, you've got to you've got to deal with it with with drugs. Well,
1: like, look, look, look. If you're on high blood pressure medication and you've been taking it for a while, and you know, uh, your blood pressure is pretty high, don't you know, don't stop taking it because we tell you to. Go to your doctor and try to you know. Absolutely. Talk to him about alternative stuff to do to, before you do that. Correct. But, but certainly, I think Duncan makes a really good point when he says uh, treating the symptoms is not the smartest way to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your nervous system, again, we started with this. The nervous system controls every cell, organ, and tissue in the body. It's the master system, and it controls everything. So... If it's not working right, you are going to have a problem, and your body gives you symptoms to say there's something wrong. If you're going to be by the fair, come by our booth. We're right by the mechanical bowl so you can again ride the bull and come over and see us and
1: get adjusted right away.
0: I'm taking Beth over to the bull after this, right? You want to ride the mechanical bull, Beth? No, <laughs> she's, she's going. No, she, she says no. Um, so anyway, it's not even funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So if you'd like to come by, we'll be here all day tomorrow, and here this evening. And I'd love to meet you and see what we can do to help you. Don't avoid your symptoms. They're 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 telling you something's wrong.
1: The rumbling in the background, by the way, is uh, the uh, the beginning, I believe, of the tractor parade. Well, it's the beginning of a parade. I don't know if it's a tractor parade or not, but there's uh, a tr- the the uh, John Deere tractor is pulling the agricultural history project uh, sign, and then. Uh, I believe those are uh, Mr. Silva's uh, Belgian draft horses pulling wow. the wagon.
0: Are those Clydesdales?
1: No, they're Belgian draft horses. Wow, they're huge. They're they're actually slightly bigger than Clydesdales, there's I believe. No way. Yeah. Wow. And uh, and then there's uh, several uh, tractors, antique tractors, uh, being pulled. Uh, this is the nightly uh, tractor parade. Uh huh. And um, all of these uh, pieces of machinery have been meticulously. Um, refurbished.
0: Wow, I love this one. This 1947 John Deere, that is yes. awesome.
1: Yep. And
0: all kinds of
1: now the next tractor you'll see is, is really quite beautiful. It's made by the Porsche Company. Oh my god. It's a Porsche tractor. It's a it's a two or one-cylinder diesel. Very, very well restored. It looks brand new actually.
0: Wow, that is neat. Isn't that something? It's called the Junior Porsche Diesel.
1: Yep. And wow. um, and then of course uh, this is a the uh, apple crate the McCormick Farmall, that's a big tractor too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, just, the the tractor collection at this particular fairgrounds is outstanding. Yeah. Alice Chalmers is another big uh, farm brand. Is that, Alice, is
0: that related to Rosemary?
1: No, no. <laughs> I, if it was, she would not be working on the radio. I'll tell you that. Alice Chalmers made a lot of tractors wow. all the, around the world.
0: Yeah, you gotta love it. If you guys haven't come down to the fair, come down. It's really worth it. The weather is perfect this year. Some years it gets to be very hot, but this is this is perfect, perfect weather.
1: Yeah, it's a, it, it really has all week long been just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, if you're coming for the evening part of the fair tonight, you know, dress in layers. You might need a a, a sweatshirt, or a sweater. Um, but it's not, you know, really cold. It's just cold enough so the weather change might get you if you're not used to it. Now, my dad has a copy of this Ford tractor that's coming right now. Oh, he does. Ours has a forklift built onto it. Wow. But we have that. That's a Model A engine.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Look at that thing. 1955. That that's. no well, you're you were born before that. You were born in Guam, right?
1: I was no. I was born in
0: California. Oh. 1957 oh oh you're younger than me yes I'll probably, probably a little
1: bit <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know it by the, all the gray hair
0: yeah
1: yeah well you know gray hair runs in my family and it's funny you you know we were talking about genetics and whatnot yeah there's nothing any of us kids could do to get rid of the gray hair it popped out when we were seriously, I was about 35 when it
0: popped out. Dr. Wallach would tell you that's a lack of copper in your diet. Yeah, well, he might be right,
1: but I'll tell you, my system is not doing well. It's not absorbing
0: any copper, I'll tell you that.
1: And and, uh, there's nothing I can do about that. So I've just resigned myself to the fact that I'm going to have white hair. Yeah, well, it becomes you. Well, I don't have a choice, so I, I thank you. I appreciate yeah. that.
0: <laughs> well, this has been really fun being out here at the fair. And, you know, when I found out this spot was open, I, I'm i on the air every the second Saturday of every month from 3 to 4 on, on stepping in. And when I found out this was open, I said, sure, I'd love to do it. And I really appreciate you helping me out, Billy. Oh, not at all. I, uh, you know,
1: it's funny. I, I, I'm out here to make sure the equipment is working properly for, uh-huh. for all the hosts. And as it turns out, I've been doing the early days of the fair, so I, you know, I know everybody because now I'm on a first name basis with all the performers that are walking around here. So it's yeah. it's kind of fun to, to, to you know, to be here. Um, I will say this: uh, if you have, I'm going to plug, I'm going to plug you for a minute, only okay. because, you, look, a couple of years ago, I wa- I crawled into Duncan's office, and it and it was. Uh, I was in pain there's mm-hmm. just no other way to put it and he did what he does very well and got me so I could walk out of there but it was also he gave me uh, various exercises to do to, to to make sure that my back doesn't do what it did he explained why my back hurt and if you have a an, an issue if you need to if you but if you've got to go to a chiropractor because your back hurts or your uh, your leg hurts or, you know, periodically you put your leg up and sit on the couch and your feet go numb because there's something wrong with your back, don't put it off <laughs> because you'll end up, I'm not kidding, folks, you will end up crawling into someone's office. That's right. <laughs> so, you might as well, you know, go see, take care of the problem ahead of time. Don't wait till the symptoms slow you down to the point where you're crawling into a chiropractic office.
0: Well, I appreciate that, Billy. And you know what, really, you only have one life, one body. Take care of it. Don't wait till it breaks down. Yeah, really. And the fair is a perfect time. Come by and see me at my booth across from the bowl. And, uh, you know, we'll see if we can help you. Don't let your body suffer. And because you suffer when your body suffers, your life is not as fun as it can be. Life is to be lived, not to, you know, be medicated to a point of oblivion. Well, that's oblivion. no fun to
1: be live your life medicated. Your mother-in-law is a perfect
0: example. I know. Right,
1: right. here. Hey, listen, we've got to go. We're, we're we're just about out of time. It's almost 4 o'clock. News is on the way. This is KSCO Santa Cruz. We're broadcasting live from the Santa Cruz County Fair.
0: It's all starting now for you you gonna do will be right here to see you through. If you enjoyed this
1: episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.